We started the show talking about the construction along much of the Broadway corridor that is for the subway project. We're now going to shift a bit, but staying with that part of the city of Vancouver, taking a look at what the future might hold when it comes to replacing some of the existing rental stock and building what is often referred to as the second downtown. Joining us to talk more about that is Rebecca Bly, a Vancouver City Councillor. Councillor, thank you so much for being with us. Good afternoon. Thanks for inviting me. Well, we spent so much time looking at the Broadway plan and when it was voted on by the previous council, but uh, I understand the current council is going to be looking at it again coming up a bit later this month and looking at the pace at which things are being built. And there is some concern about a a slowing down of the buildings and some of the projects. What are you looking at as far as a council and what this project or how this project is going to go ahead? Yeah, no, it's um, it's it's an interesting policy being brought forth by staff, and of course, um, it's called the pace of change policy. And essentially, what it does in isolation is, is it, it manages um, the number of new developments happening in any planning area, um, and and brings in um, um, I wouldn't say restrictions, but it brings in criteria to make sure that there is a not it's not sort of a runaway train, right, of development, and making sure that it can be tempered and managed uh, to avoid displacement, um, which, um, of course, will will happen, but we want to make sure that there's enough rental, new, new units for existing tenants to be able to move to through our tenant relocation plan. So it, it's a mechanism by which we can um, manage the pace of change in any particular area when it comes to new development. Has there ever been or been a concern of a runaway train of development, though, especially in the city of Vancouver? Hasn't one of the biggest complaints been the slow pace of development and how long it takes to even get a permit? You are not wrong on that. Um, And so, yes, maybe unintentionally, we have our own pace of change um, uh, happening within our permitting department. So I think that's why this is um, such an important time for this council to really look into the details of which there are many. This is a pretty complex policy um, to ensure that we are striking that balance and we're not putting, again, as I mentioned, looking at a pace of change policy in isolation is one thing, but you need to look at it in the broader context. Of course, we've got tenant relocation protection, some of the most sort of sufficient, I would say, in in North America or has been touted to us at council last year as being um, the the best protections for for renters across the country. We've got, uh, of course, our own issues around permitting um, and and pace there. Um, And then, of course, um, this type of policy could really um, um, hamper any new units. And we've got a rapid transit line slated to open in the next three years, which will put further pressure on our existing rental stock if we don't find a way to enable more rental units um, it, it, across across the Broadway area plan, which um, covers 500 blocks of the city. And so if, if the idea of slowing it down or regulating that, that pace of change, if one of the issues is it's to stop displacing a whole lot of renters all at once. So this plan, though, I think people will remember when you talk about the protections for renters, this plan came with a, a promise that people who were displaced because of the project would get first right. They would be able to come back and pay a similar, if not same rent as when they left. So does it still do that, but it, it doesn't kind of, help people in the couple of years or more that they're going to be out of their current home? 
Yes. Yeah, so the tenant protections essentially give um, people the option to come back. Um, and I think the time frame is actually about five years at the same or lesser rent than what they were paying um, originally. So um, there's that uh, piece of the policy that exists. So um, that this piece of change policy is, is really underscoring that um, that the tenant relocation um, protections are in place and will not be altered based on this case of change policy. And one thing to keep in mind and that I'm thinking about is last year when this uh, Broadway plan, which was a, a massive planning effort and report that came to the previous council, it did not recommend a pace of change policy because of the um, tenant, uh, the, the tenant protections already embedded in the plan around um, we've got the rental housing um um, the rental housing ODP. So basically what staff had said is we don't think that it actually needs a pace of change policy. And then there were some amendments that came forward to ask staff to go and look at that. So everything is on the table right now for council to consider next week to make sure that we're striking the balance. We are in a rental housing crisis. We do have a rapid transit line, um, um, as I said, slated to open within three years. This policy itself, um, if passed, uh, will undergo a review in 2026. You know, so I think there are just some concerns that the level of uncertainty that this creates for um, for um, new development to even occur will will mean that we've got a rapid transit line without a ton of new rental capacity around it. So we just got to be able to look at this and make sure that we're striking that balance. And of course, protecting renters is a very important piece of the work that this council has to do, while also ensuring that we can bring that vacancy rate up above. Um, to a healthy range, which is 3 to 5%, and currently it sits at about um, 0 0.5, 0 0.8% in this area. So, again, striking that balance is a really critical part of this process. Uh, but so what changed, though, if, if the pace of change wasn't required or, or it didn't wasn't part of it, wasn't deemed necessary when this plan passed, what changed that brought it back to council now? So there was an amendment that was initially moved by Councillor Pete Fry to um, implement a pace of change policy that would basically restrict any new development over five years to social housing um, and, and and other certain very small pockets, which um, I would say <clears throat> uh, around uh, stations, which are largely underway. So um, there was essentially in that amendment, it was it was fairly prescriptive uh, in nature, and it and it was going straight to implementation. And so, what uh, based on staff feedback, I moved a, an amendment to strike that and and say, well, let's look at a pace of change policy, open ended. Let's not be too prescriptive now. And of course, a lot has changed, right? In the uh, in the conditions around development, uh, land costs, of course, continue to escalate. Construction costs. Now we have the rate of inflation um, that are all um, really, really hampering um, the viability, the financial viability of these uh, projects. Even get that construction financing in the first place. So, again, that's how we got here. Is a couple of amendments happened, and now. Staff have, of course, followed that direction from council and have brought something back, um, again, to reiterate that they didn't initially bring forward in the first place. So we really need to take sort of a 30,000-foot view on this one and look and see what is the best, what's in the best interest of striking that balance for the city, too, uh, that is grappling with a housing crisis and has uh, a lot of renters that live within this existing area. 
Right, because and I get that, and and the impact on renters, but it also it it does seem like a bit of a contradiction. On the one hand, we know that more housing is needed. We keep hearing about this dire need for more housing, and then councils looking at a policy that could actually restrict it to five projects a year. Exactly. Yeah. So that is again that I mean it is in those particular areas, of course. Um, there is a criteria. Part of the amendment um, was also to ask staff to come back to establish a criteria by which we could um, measure the merit of a project. So, you know, affordability of units, uh, number of units, um, uh, public benefits and amenities delivered on any given project. Is it is this project application coming forward on a site that doesn't have any displacement? I think what we're really hearing from the development community and what the city needs is, is a really um, um, a, a, a policy that can respond to changing conditions, which is not necessarily um, something that can often be harmonized through policy that can be quite restrictive. It, it really is looking at the fact that um, if an application comes in and it does not have that displacement and we can deliver a lot of units, they should potentially be moved up the queue um, based on that merit. So part of what's in this report is staff coming forward with a criteria. I personally think there's still work to do there to balance what are all of the different um, um, metrics that we want to see that go beyond just affordability, but also public benefit delivery, as I mentioned, and 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 no displacement, ideally, uh, rather than this first in first out uh, queue that we often find um, in our application process. And we do hear from builders that it's too arbitrary, it, it's too, it's too, um, it's not nimble enough, right? It's not flexible enough based on the uh, urgent need that we have to deliver housing. Right, because like you said too, if a project comes in without displacement and it's bringing in housing, imagine saying, no, we can't approve this because we've already approved five other projects this year. Precisely. That is exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Councillor, just before I let you go, I wanted to ask you as well, we started the show talking uh, with the Mount Pleasant uh, Business Improvement Association. They have now counted 56 uh, lease signs at businesses between Arbutus and Maine on Broadway. Uh, businesses are asking the province for help in dealing with uh, trying to keep the doors open with the construction that's ongoing. Is there anything the council can do to help these businesses? Yeah, no, I appreciate you raising it. It's something that um, myself and, and others, Council Dominato, have been working very closely with businesses. Um, and, and um, you know, I, I, I really think we're at the point where the city really has done everything in, in our power. Our city staff are consistently leaning into this issue. Um, um, and we need to get the support of um, the province. And it's not necessarily, it's not sort of one thing um, that could help. For example, right now there is a um, request to consider opening up more parking in parts of Broadway that are not dealing with such intense instruction, uh, construction. So we see that around, um, you know, parts just west of Fur. We see that parts, you know, uh, east of Manitoba. Like there are pockets, two blocks here and there. Uh, and businesses are saying that that could make the difference of 15 to 20 percent of more customers being able to um, to, to to come into these businesses. And, and um, so, there, it, again, it's it's about the city of Vancouver partnering with the provinces. We do, and we appreciate that. Um, uh, and the Broadway subway subway project. 
and transit and TransLink for that matter to really get around the table again and get, say, okay, here's where we're at. This is how far we've gotten. What could we be doing right now to alleviate some of the uh, challenges that our businesses are facing? Nobody's arguing with the fact that in the long term, the Broadway subway, the subway extension is, is a good thing for residents. It's a good thing for businesses. We just need to be able to um, be responding to the pressures um, that are happening day to day right now. And there's a lot on the line for these businesses, a lot on the line. So we've got to try everything we can to make life easier for them to get through to the other end of this uh, project here. All right, Councillor Bly, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you very much, Jeff.